It was lower testosterone. Lower T? Yeah. The doc told me once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to stay in shape. That's why I started taking Nugenics Total T. It's made a huge difference. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? For sure. It's the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster. It boosts free and total testosterone levels to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. My wife, my boss, my kids, everyone has noticed a change in me. Do they still give out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yes. Just send them a text. Guys, text HATCH to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone brand at GNC and Walmart. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back in shape fast, absolutely free. Text H-A-T-C-H to 321321. That's hat to 321321. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. This is the Shane Dennis Show on the new ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Hey, welcome in. Happy noon time. Happy Monday, episode 435. Shane Dennis Show, Jack Johnson alongside. Many ways that you can enjoy the channel, enjoy the stuff on it, including, but not limited to, the hotline, 316-669-4996. That's text line, 316-247-0923. You can tell your smart speaker to play KKGQ 92.3. That's us. Tune in on your phone, 92.3 FM on your radio. Stream us at work, ESPNWichita.com. Listen to the podcast there, too. Jack does a really good job of turning those in in a timely fashion. Follow us on Twitter. Be our friends on Facebook. We're at our Riverfront Stadium studio. It is March 6th. It's the 65th day of the year. There are 300 days left in 2023. And we are headed for a high in Wichita today of 64 degrees. Today, we need to talk about the importance of the Big 12 tournament coming up in Kansas City. I don't think we can always, every year, say that, that it's important to as many teams as it is this year. Maybe that's being a prisoner of the moment, maybe not. But I believe it's important to, I'd say, half, maybe more of the teams in the Big 12 tournament. We'll discuss here in a minute. A guy that had a weekend that he will never forget Wichita State pitcher slash DH Peyton Tolley will join us at 1225. He had a Saturday that maybe no other Shocker baseball player has ever had. We'll discuss. Twitter question coming your way at the end of hour number one. Some headlines, top of second hour, and then we'll review the weekend that was for Wichita State Athletics. Overall, it is a really good weekend for Shocker Sports. And the American Conference Tournament is set in men's basketball. We'll tell you who they play. And the women play here in just a little bit. We'll tell you about that coming up at 125. And we'll also have some audio from Senior Day. We'll hear from three of the seniors after yesterday's game against USF. I'm old Jack Young coming up at the end of the show, March 6th style. 
So there you go. You can call us, 669-4996. You can text us. Really popular way to interact with the show. The text line, 247-0923. Happy Monday, Jack. How about a moment of levity to make us laugh? All righty, Shane. When Miley Cyrus is naked and licks a hammer, it's called art and music. But when I do it, I'm wasted and have to leave Home Depot. (laughs) It's all perspective, Jack. And about who you know. Today is March 6th. It's National Oreo Cookie Day. And it is also National Dentist's Day. Coincidentally, I went to the dentist this morning. Wish I'd have known. Well, I don't know if I'd have done anything different or said anything different. National Dentist's Day, March 6th. When's your next dentist appointment, Jack? Ah, actually, it is next Friday, I think. Wow, okay. So retroactively, you can tell your dentist, happy March 6th. National Dress Day, National Frozen Food Day, National White Chocolate Cheesecake Day, all March 6th. Four days to tell you about tomorrow on March the 7th. On this day in 1930, Clarence Birdseye begins testing marketing prepackaged frozen food in Springfield, Mass. as Birdseye Frosted Foods. That was 1930. 1950, Peter Hodgson introduces Silly Putty for the first time. And 1965, written by Smokey Robinson, the single My Girl by The Temptations hits the U.S. singles charts. Happy Born Day to Ed McMahon, 1923, Johnny Carson's longtime sidekick, also hosted Star Search. And uh, let's see. Happy birthday, Maurice Ashley. In 1999, became the first black chess player to earn the title of Grand Master at 33 years old. There you go. There's March 6th. All right, some some bad news out of the Big 12 before we get to Big 12 tournament talk and why it's maybe as important this year for as many teams as any in recent memory. But news out of Lubbock. Reported by ESPN's own Jeff Borzello and Pete Thamel. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. According to the school, Adams was encouraging a player to be more receptive to coaching and, quote, referenced Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters, unquote. Adams apologized to the team after he found out the player was upset. Just for some reference, Adams is 66 years old. 
been a longtime college coach in Texas prior to joining the Texas Tech staff. Graduated from Texas Tech 1979. Been a coach on the Red Raiders staff since 2016. First as an assistant under Chris Beard. His buyout, should he be fired without cause, $7 million. Texas Tech finished 16-15 and 15 overall. They faced West Virginia in the first round of the Big 12 tournament on Wednesday. A.D. Kirby Hocutt is aware of the incident. He issued Adams a written reprimand, but then made the decision to go ahead and suspend the coach to conduct a more thorough inquiry of Adams' interactions with his players and staff. Not ideal if you're Texas Tech, but frankly, their their year was pretty much circling the drain after they started 10 and 2. They haven't done much in the Big 12 at all. Now, as far as the Big 12 tournament itself, I think this year, and it's hard to you know each year, each year is individually. Um, independent, and like I said, you're not going to remember from one year to the next who was seated where in the NCAA tournament per se, but this year, and follow me on this, Jack, I think you could make an argument for at least five teams to really want to try to win the Big 12 tournament, and I put it like that because trying to win or winning the Big 12 tournament is not always a priority, especially for those that are comfortably in the NCAA tournament anyway. And when back when the not long ago, the Big Twelve tournament finished up on Sunday. That's a lot of basketball in a short amount of time with a quick turnaround for the, the NCAA tournament on a Thursday, for example, if you gotta play the Big Twelve title game on Sunday. Well they don't have to do that now, so that comes into play. But I still think that's kind of a sidebar, uh, them playing the title game on uh, Saturday as opposed to Sunday, compared to maybe the urgency that will be there for a handful of teams to try to win the tournament. Now, I'll start with Kansas. Uh, They're going to be a one no matter what. But they very well could sew up the number one overall seed. Well, they probably they will. If they win the Big 12 tournament, they will. You mark my words. But if they don't win and some things shake out around them as far as the other potential number one seeds, uh, they might lose the number one overall seed. So if you kind of are caught up in that, and I'm not sure how much the players or the coaching staff is because, hey, let's face it, if you're a one, you're a one. If you're the number one overall seed, though, and that's a carrot at the end of the stick, then maybe that strikes Kansas fancy. And just to be sure and to leave no doubt and not leave it up to other teams faltering as well, I think it is important to Kansas to win the Big 12 tournament. It's not way up there on the list, and they're not the team in the Big 12 that has the most 
to gain necessarily because, like I said, they're going to be a one seed anyway. But a number one overall seed is in the cards, and they would remove all doubt if they won it all. I think it's also important to win the tournament to Texas, and not because they necessarily need a really good showing in the Big 12 tournament, but for Rodney Terry, who took over for Chris Beard not long ago, I think it's fairly important to Texas. And if the players are responding to Rodney Terry like like it looks like they are, internally, they like the guy and want him to be the guy, go a long way for Rodney Terry's chances of coaching this team long term if they win the Big 12 tournament. I think it's also important to Kansas State and West Virginia to win the Big 12 tournament. Part of the reason why is neither school has ever won the Big 12 tournament. And I'm not exactly sure, Jack. Maybe you can look it up. You probably have to go back to the Big 8 for Kansas State to win a Big Turn, uh, Big 8 or Big 12 tournament title. They haven't won it in the Big 12. It's a pretty exclusive group as far as Big 12 is concerned. KU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, and am I leaving anybody out? Anybody uh, else won the Big 12 tournament besides those guys? Yeah, of, of the current Big 12, no, but I know that Missouri won. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but yes. current mm-hmm. Big 12, no, it's only been those teams. And because of the fact that they've never won the Big 12 tournament. Beyond that, obviously, any team that wins the Big 12 tournament gets the auto bid, but also boosts their uh, seeding probably at least by one uh, compared to where they're projected right now. Iowa State, of course. Uh, Oklahoma State could play themselves on the right side of the bubble if they get to the title game, that sort of thing. But am I crazy for thinking this way, Jack? For Kansas State and West Virginia, because they've never, they've never won it, uh, Kansas State to continue to bolster their resume and get to a comfortable number two in the NCAA tournament, which is light years ahead of what anybody expected. Even Jerome Tang and his family could have expected out of K-State this year. Texas, for the sake of Rodney Terry, and further down the rung, but still might be a thing for Kansas to lock up the number one overall seed. All those things combined and the fact that the title game is not played on Sunday anymore, am I crazy for thinking this could be a newfound little jolt for some teams to win, in, in some cases, three wins in three days? Absolutely. There's a lot to play for for a lot of teams in this tournament. Of course, let's just address the elephant in the room, right? You win and you're in the NCAA tournament. So everybody goes into Kansas City with the hopes of, hey, we can still make the NCAA tournament, even if we're on the bubble, if we're locked in. You still have teams like Texas Tech and Oklahoma that go, hell, all we got to do is get hot for three or four games. And if we get hot for three or four games, we've shown in the Big 12, we can beat just about anybody, right? Oklahoma hammered Kansas State. Oklahoma beat TCU by a lot over the weekend. We've seen Texas Tech beat Texas. Uh, like, there have been some bottom teams in the conference take down the top teams in the conference. So I think that's why it's going to be one of the best tournaments we've seen in recent memory. But as for what's on the line here, let's just go top to bottom. 
Kansas right now is locked in as a one seed, but of course the the bigger goal at hand here is they want the number one seed in the seed in the Midwest region. A lot of it depends on what happens in the American Conference with Houston. I know Houston got a scare on Sunday against Memphis, so maybe they do slip up in one of the opening rounds, but I'm not holding my breath on that. Kansas still has to focus on winning these next three games. They have to beat either Texas Tech or West Virginia, then beat mm-hmm. Baylor or Iowa State, then likely beat Texas or TCU or Kansas State for that matter. You win all three, there's no doubt in my mind Kansas is getting the number one overall seat. You go to Texas, right? I think they're fighting to get a two seat. Uh, having a good showing in Kansas City would certainly lock them in as a two seat. You brought up Kansas State. I think a win over TCU, a win over Texas could give them a puncher's chance to the two seed. If they get to the title game, I think it locks them in as a two seed. They win the whole damn thing, then yeah, they absolutely would be a two seed. So there's certain seeding expectations for everybody going into the tournament, but for teams on the bubble like a West Virginia or an Oklahoma State, this means the most to them because they do have to pull off an upset to get into the NCAA tournament. You look at the top five or six teams, I think they're all pretty safe. Kansas is safe, Texas is safe, Kansas State safe, Baylor's safe, TCU safe. I want to say Iowa State with their win over Baylor should be safe at eighteen yeah, and twelve. I think I think they are too. They yep. beat Baylor in the in the, K, the Big Twelve tournament. Then I think they are an automatic. And obviously, if they lose to Baylor, I still think eighteen and thirteen and nine and nine in the Big Twelve should get them in. But Oklahoma State, West Virginia Tech, and Oklahoma—they're all in the bubble. I think West Virginia's got the best chance. A win over Texas Tech on Wednesday night should be enough because if they lose to Kansas the the following day. I'm not going to penalize them. Them at 19 and 14 should be good enough for a 10, 11, or a 12 seed, especially for this reason alone. Like Arkansas right now in the SEC is 19 and 12. If they lose to Auburn, people are still considering them to be in in the tournament, despite being three and nine. I think in quad one games, like 19 and 13 for Arkansas in the SEC should not be a shoe in. If West Virginia at 19 and 14 would not be a shoe in for Agreed. playing in the toughest conference in the Big 12. So that's kind of where I stand on West Virginia. Like, there's other teams in the Big 10 and the SEC that are considered quote-unquote shoe-in teams when West Virginia's on the bubble. But I do think their win over Kansas State on Saturday should all but make that above 50% at this point. And if they beat Texas Tech, which I think they'll probably hammer Texas Tech because of what's been all going on over the last couple of days, they'll should, they should go in to play Kansas. Probably will be pretty close if I'm not mistaken, too. I mean, you're not mistaken, or just if I'm if I'm putting a guess on that game, I think West Virginia will take Kansas down to the wire in that Thursday matchup. But I think West Virginia is fine. As for Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma, they're going to need to likely get to the championship game, if not win the damn thing. Oklahoma State maybe has a but chance. If Oklahoma State wins, wins two, two yeah. that would include Texas, and I think that would put them on the good side. Yeah, and, I don't know that they have to get to the title game. Oh, uh, you probably would. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe win it all. Oklahoma uh, and Texas Tech, I think, have to win it all because if they yeah. lose, if Oklahoma loses one more game, they can't get in with seventeen losses, and I don't think yeah. Tech can get in with sixteen losses because I don't think they have enough quad one or really competitive wins on their schedule. Oklahoma State, man, you look back two weeks ago, they were red hot at seventeen and eleven. In fact, they were playing Kansas in Stillwater. People forget that if they would have beaten Kansas in that game, they would have leapfrogged Kansas yep. in the conference standings. Like That's how close they were to really making a run. Then they lose the last three games on their schedule. So it can flip that quickly. But as for this tournament, man, I mean, there is so much on the line. And don't just mail it in for the top seed like Kansas or Texas. They have a lot to play for in this game. No, the sky's not falling if they lose in the semifinals or they lose to a West Virginia or Texas Tech or Texas loses to Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. It's not the end of the world. You move on to the NCAA tournament. 
but a win in this tournament. If For Kansas, you win the Big 12 in the regular season and win the damn tournament, there's no denying you're the number one overall seed and set yourself up to make another Final Four run. Texas, though, I mean, I think they want another rematch with Kansas. I think everybody would love to see a rematch like that. I think everybody would love to see a, a Kansas-Kansas State rematch. So many great storylines, and if if I'm going to be quite honest here, there might not be a more exhilarating weekend, with the exception, of course, the NCAA tournament in college basketball than the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. I mean, it is the most competitive tournament. It's a great environment down there. Glad ESPN Wichita gets to go down there and broadcast live because this is such a cool deal uh, for everybody involved. No doubt. So um, at least four teams that are already in, in my opinion, could stand to win it all. For lot, lots of different reasons. K-State to win it all for the first time. West Virginia, same. Texas to help out Rodney Terry. And KU to perhaps lock it, well, to essentially lock up the number one overall seed uh, if that's really important to them. And I can't imagine why it wouldn't be. All right, uh, coming up here in just a little bit, we'll talk to Peyton Tolley, who had an unbelievable Saturday for Wichita State Baseball. Um, if you missed it, and I can't imagine you haven't heard about it by now, but he started on the mound and hit for himself. He's a two-way player for the Shockers, and he, in six innings, struck out ten and had five hits, including a home run and six runs batted in at the plate. So we'll catch up with him coming up in the next segment. Uh, Twitter question, headlines, and then we'll talk WSU in general how they did this past weekend in a myriad of sports. And the answer is, short answer is, really well. So we'll talk about all that coming up at 125. And then I'm old Jack Young, as we normally do uh, at the end of the show. Again, uh, the text line, which uh, Lee has already jumped on. Continue to do so, Lee, and tell all your friends. 316-247-0923 if you want to talk about anything we have talked about or will. Um, The hotline is 316 669 4996. Immediately following me, Pat Strothman in the Pulse. From 2 to 4, then the program from 4 to 6. Jack will have some overtime for you at 6 the next couple of nights. And then ACC tournament action will come your way here on the station coming up on Wednesday. A couple of games as the conference tournaments really ramp up if they haven't started already. There are five tickets punched already in the men. We'll tell you who that is. And two more that can punch your tickets tonight come up in the headlines at 1 o'clock. All right, when we come back, we need to talk some soccer baseball with a guy that had a game for the ages in a storied program, Wichita State pitcher slash DH Peyton Tolley will join us coming up next. It's 1222. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. Well, men... Spring and summer are both coming. Spring's right around the corner. And you'll likely be more active. So feeling better is probably top of mind. That's where Enhanced Wellness of Derby comes in. Enhanced Wellness top program is the Testosterone Optimization Program, T-O-P. Get it? That increases muscle mass and stamina while decreasing body fat. This will also get you looking better, but more importantly, feeling better. And speaking of... After a long night on the town, or maybe if you're just down with the flu, Enhanced Wellness can inject new life into you with their IV vitamin fusion. This will rehydrate you, but it'll also improve sleep, energy, 
and immunity as well. I like Enhanced Wellness because they'll give you free assessments, consultation every time you go in there for the very first time. First visit, free. Free assessment, consultation when you stop by there. And Enhanced Wellness is locally owned. For more information, check out EnhancedWellnessDerby.com. That's EnhancedWellnessDerby.com. Or call or text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. Enhanced Wellness of Derby. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting FirstAlert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Welcome back. Shane the show here on a Monday. Shocker baseball team took two out of three from Oakland in their home opening series, bouncing back after a Friday loss to take the final two games of the series. 
And one of the big heroes joins us on the hotline right now, the pitcher-slash-DH sophomore from Oklahoma. Peyton Tolley joins us on the hotline. Peyton, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Well, I'm not doing as great as you, so that was kind of a silly question to ask how you were doing. Um, we got to talk about uh, Saturday, first of all. Uh, you had uh, six innings, ten strikeouts, career high there, five hits, career high, six RBI, career high, home run, tripled short of the cycle. So i got to ask you first, Peyton, in that particular game, what were you the most proud of, how you pitched or how you hit? Um, I think uh, – oh, that was a, that's a loaded question. I think uh, – uh, going five for five is always a is always a good thing to do, I guess. I mean, it's we were talking about a good day could be three for five, but going five for five that's uh, that's a great day. So I'm pretty proud of that, and uh, obviously six innings with uh, no earned runs is also good. So I'm proud of it all, but uh, five for five is it's, it's pretty fun to do that. So once you get as a hitter, once you're two for two, is it like a greed thing? Now I want as many as I can get. I mean, I think honestly, after two after two for two, it's like, well, like, what else can happen? Let's just keep making things happen, and if they keep falling for me, I'll take them. And I mean, they they kept falling for me, and uh, I just it helps out the confidence a lot. You kind of keep going up there with an aggressive mindset, and uh, but yeah, a little bit of let's see what we can do, and then whatever happens, happens. Talking to Peyton Tolley, big hero from over the weekend for Wichita State Baseball. Uh, you saying it just happens, uh, probably a little modest, because I can tell a big difference from your approach at the plate this year as opposed to last. And you could probably chalk it up to being a freshman or whatever. But I was talking to Lauren Hibbs before the game, and your willingness to go up the middle and hit the ball the other way has really served you well so far. Is that something you uh, made it a concerted effort to work on? Yeah, I think it's something that uh, me and Coach Sirianni, uh, we work on a lot as our direction and um, not trying to pull off every ball. Um, home runs are great, but, you know, you get to two strikes and um, you get outside pitch and everything, and it's it's hard to hit home runs in those situations. So just being able to use the whole field. Um, and it's also – it just kind of opens up everything else. Um, you can uh, move runners and everything like that, so – it's definitely something that we worked on a lot during the off season and the fall. Um, but yeah, I mean, growing up too, my dad is always like, we're going to be able to hit the ball at the other side of the field. And that's something that's, it's been huge for me this year. I've been able to go the other way quite a bit and just keep trying to do that and stay through the ball. And I think that's whenever you get uh, those high exit velos and stuff. So whenever you, uh, get it out front, hit it, up, hit it right back up the middle. Talking to Peyton Tolley. Okay, so getting back to your pitching performance, six innings, ten strikeouts, what was different about that game uh, maybe compared to any other game in your career? You were really dominant with the punch outs. What, what changed? How how'd that go? Um, I think that uh, after the first two starts that we've had this year, uh, just kind of sitting down and talking to Coach Pelfrey is, um, I started making my word of the day intent, uh, throwing every pitch that I have with intent and full conviction that it's going to be a good pitch. And I think that's something that I did a lot on Saturday is just make sure like every pitch that I'm going to throw, I'm going, I'm going to execute it and I'm going, 
that's going to be a good pitch, just fully believing that every single time. So I think that was something that really helped me out. And, of course, Mo, Mauricio called a great game. Um, him with Cal Free, they did a great job with the scouting report. And <clears throat> I'm a huge believer in it. Like, I, I didn't, you know, it's a full team effort. And I had great defensive plays. Dave made a great defensive play behind me. And being able to trust everybody in the field and stuff like that is just a huge part into what goes into a, a good pitching day. You mentioned Mauricio Milan, your catcher, the transfer from El Paso. Um, it seems to me like he's really invested in the pitching staff and, and helping you guys and noticing things is really important. It's not as if he just throws his fingers down, makes some, makes some picks, and then goes to bat. And especially when it comes to the adjustments that you made on your changeup that maybe he noticed a little bit and helping you get through that changeup a little better. Talk about him uh, with the nuts and bolts of your delivery and your pitches. He, I mean, he's great. He, uh, he's really good. I think he's really good at reading swings in game and that makes him a great pitch caller. But yeah, whenever we're working in the bullpen uh, earlier in the week, we kind of adjusted some things. And that's another thing I like about Mauricio is he's, he wants to talk about it. He wants to have conversations about why I'm not staying through changeups, like what I need to do to be better, to make that a better pitch. And it's so like we're in the bullpen and we sit like I stop my bullpen. We talk for two or three minutes and then get back up on the mound, throw a few more pitches and hey, that works. So he's just really, really knowledgeable about the game. And as a pitcher, it makes it makes you really like it takes some pressure off of you knowing that he uh, he, he has the game in control as well. We're talking to Peyton Tolley, two-way player for Wichita State. Just went crazy at the plate and on the hill uh, over the weekend, and I'm sure, sure that he's going to have at least one, if not more, National Player of the Week honors coming in any second now. Uh, so the di- <laughs> the difference between this year and last, Peyton, there were some times if Wichita State faced a lefty starter on a Friday, there'd be times that you'd only hit once because you didn't hit while you pitched, and then you sat sometimes against lefties. That's not happening this year. When did you decide, or the coaching staff decide, or both of you get together and say, let's uh, let's make this a full-time thing, and how hard is that for you? Yeah, it was, I mean, I'm loving it. Uh, but it was something that we talked a little bit about last year, and then finally at the end of the season, um, going into the summer, we were like, we want to, we want to be able to do this next year. We're going to train it in the fall and in the spring. So whenever we get them to season, like it's something that we can do and something that we can work with. They work on routines with it and get better at as the season goes along. But yeah, I mean, it's, I'm so thankful for the opportunity uh, with I mean, coach Hibbs giving me the opportunity to do it is incredible. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's not a lot of people, get to do it um so like selfishly for that i'm like i, I love doing it just because not a lot of people have done it it's cool yep. to say that you start pitching and hitting in the same game so it's been a lot of fun it's been fun navigating uh through it there's been a lot of conversations with hibs and like all three coaches about what um what the routine looks like and how we're going to adjust it for away games how we're going to adjust it for home games so it's been a, it's been really fun 
I love that I'm being able to do it and just so thankful for the opportunity. Were you promised the opportunity when you first came to Wichita State or when you committed that you get the opportunity to try to do both? Um, they, they, they told me that they wanted to see me do both. They told me we're going to let you compete, um, on both sides of it. And I took that and ran with it. I was, it's one of the, probably one of the biggest reasons why I came here and they were going to give me the opportunity. And I just kind of, during that freshman fall, was like, I'm going to ride this out for as long as I can. And luckily they haven't given up on me yet. So we're going to keep doing it. And, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'm just so thankful that they have let me uh, continue to do this. And so, yeah, it's been so much fun. Peyton Tolley, my guest, he pitched on Saturday, struck out a career-high 10. He also had a career-high five hits in the very same game. We'll ask you about uh, the comparisons to the great two-way players here in just a little bit. But Paul Solentrop wrote a really nice piece about you in the Roundhouse about your advice that you get from your mom. Uh, and you already referenced your dad a little bit. Your parents, obviously, very important to you. Um, talk about your mom being a former athlete and uh, what kind of a, a brain doctor she is for Peyton Tolley. Absolutely, she was. So she was a she was a golf golfer here at Wichita State. Um, so one of the reasons why I wanted to come here, and so she knew she's been there for, I mean, everything and. Um, so one of the things that she's always talked about and one of the things that has really started to resonate with me is how we're going to set goals and not expectations. And, um, I mean, she knows exactly what she's talking about. We're going to mm-hmm. set goals that are achievable and like, we're not going to, we're not going to expect to do things. We're going to expect to play hard and to compete. Um, but you can't expect to go five for five. Like you just have to have these goals to push you along the way and um she's been great along with i have seen a sports psychologist too and get some uh, little tidbits here and there from uh doing that in high school and so they she's been great and she's she's one she's my best friend so i can talk to her about whatever i want to and i said in the the roundhouse thing too is like she knows baseball so it's so fun to be able to talk to her about baseball and not have to explain things to her so she knows she knows the game and likes talking to me about it so it's i mean i'm blessed to have her peyton told him i guess talking shocker baseball and his gargantuan weekend not only at the plate but on the mound as well uh you in your year plus couple of games at wichita state for anybody that's seen you uh you're emotional you show your emotions. You wear it on your sleeve. All those things. Um, has anybody ever tried to coach you, that out of you? And it seems like you would ignore them, even if they told you to do that anyway, because you make it pretty clear how much fun you're having playing baseball. Oh yeah, baseball is fun. It's a it's a kids game that I'm getting to play. So I I have so much fun playing it. Um, I like I like to say that I I get locked in. It's just in my own way. Um, but nobody's really. Uh, tried to take it away from me. Like my high school coach, I love him, and he was he was a great guy, and he just let me go out there and play, and he he let me know what if I was getting a little too out of line, but he likes the emotion. And then I came here, and whatever we had some games in the fall where I would I would kind of get rowdy and get get emotional in the fall, and 
I mean, Pelfrey would come. I love that. I love whenever you get like that. <laughs> just, it, I don't know. It, it's kind of my way of showing that I'm competing and working hard for it. And I mean, I'm just, I just try to have so much fun with it. So, I mean, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's nice to get locked in and, but whenever you make good plays and whenever the defense makes great plays, like you, you have to celebrate it. All right. So uh, I'll ask you about Darren Dryford here in just a little bit, but um, how does it make you feel if, and I'm sure you've heard it by now, and if you haven't, you probably read it. How does it make you feel when people suggest that you might've had the greatest individual day in the history of shocker baseball by one particular guy? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, that's I mean, it's pretty special to think. I I guess. I mean, it was definitely a good day. But I mean, there's been a lot. Wichita State has played a lot of baseball games, so yep. I'm not going to say it was the greatest performance ever. But it was it was definitely fun, and I mean, people can say what they want about it. So let me ask let me ask you this then, Peyton Tolley, my guest. If you'd have tripled. In one of your last at bats, and you hit for the cycle and punched out ten guys. Then could you have maybe made a T-shirt and said, "You know, I, I'm the best, best to ever play the game at Wichita State." I mean, maybe I joked with uh, I, I joked with Siri there a few times. Like, if I get one in the gap, I'm gonna bust it. I don't care how far I'm gonna get thrown out by, but I'm gonna try for it. But I don't know. Maybe if I hit for the cycle, it'd be a little different story. But no, I'm, I mean it. It was a good day. So, fifteen years since somebody hit for the cycle, Peyton, and uh, nobody's ever done it and punched out ten guys on the hill at the same time. How familiar were you with Darren Dreifert, uh when you first got to uh, Wichita State, and how familiar are you with him now? I I definitely knew who he, who he was uh, whenever I was coming in, um, and now that I'm in the program, like I walk in and. I see his face every day, uh, walking in the locker room. He's on the wall, you know, college baseball hall of famer. And then, um, he's in the indoor as well, uh, being an all American. So definitely, uh, been able to kind of hear more about him, uh, as I've been here. And then also he came and talked to us before the game at one of the games at Long Beach. So being to hear from him. And I mean, he's, Talking about one of the greatest baseball college baseball players to to play the game, so I mean, it's pretty pretty special that he went here as well. Well, congratulations in advance for all the kudos you're going to continue to get over the next couple of days, and uh, continued good health, continued good luck, and appreciate you setting aside a little time for me today. Thanks, Peyton. Of course, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet, Peyton Tolley, two way player for Wichita State that went crazy. First two games of the series, he was 8 of 10 from the, at the plate and had that career-high six RBIs, two home runs in the series as well. All right, when we come back, we need to take a look at the Twitter question. The headlines are coming up at 1 o'clock. We will talk a little Wichita State more specifically, baseball, softball, and basketball, and Shocker women's basketball team about to tip off in the AAC tournament as we speak. We'll also hear from a couple of the seniors from the men's basketball team from yesterday's 69-49 win on senior day against USF. And we got a little I'm old Jacks Young for you at the end of the show here on Monday. All right, when we come back, who would you like to back up Patrick Mahomes if they'd agree to do it? 
That's the Twitter question. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month, and due to recent changes in Kansas law, many more residents are participating in sports wagering. But here's an important reminder to keep the fun in the game. If you're into sports betting, only bet with money you can afford to lose. Don't let problematic sports gambling ruin the game for you. If you or someone you love is already experiencing problematic gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER and ask to be referred to a counselor. This message is brought to you by the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services and the South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with another great deal on Miller Lite 16-ounce, 24-pack cans, just $27.99. And don't forget about Seagram 7 1.75 liters, only $18.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. From the players, cheerleaders, and coaches to the families and fans, the Kansas Contractors Association and its members are proud to help pave the way to the Big 12 Championship. Kansans are working every day, from Leota to Lawrence, from Meade to Manhattan, to build the infrastructure that our families and our businesses count on. You can help build our state's future. Find out why thousands of Kansans are choosing high-paying careers in heavy construction. Visit webuildkansas.com backslash careers. Entrepreneurs Wanted. With over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita, Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. Many of our tenants are startups, and they help drive the growth of the Wichita business community. The company culture at Occidental Management is one that celebrates entrepreneurship. We are committed to engaging with startup businesses to support their growth. At Occidental Management, our philosophy is to be a business partner with our tenants. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call 316 260 Thanks to Peyton Tolley. Well, I'll just go ahead and say and crown the American Player of the Week. Maybe the American Pitcher of the Week, too. Some national publications, National Player of the Week, too. Spoiler already. 
Uh, we've got uh, headlines coming up at 1 o'clock. Some more WSU talk at 125. Uh, if you missed the interview with Peyton Tolley, you had to get out of the car or get in the car. Well, no, if you got in the car, you don't have an excuse. You had to get out of the car. You had to go in a meeting, something like that. Listen to it on the podcast. Really, uh, really engaging guy. ESPNWichita.com is where you can find it shortly after the end of the Pulse. Question on Twitter has to do with free agent quarterbacks and Kansas City. Maybe. At ESPN Wichita. Who do you want as Mahomes' backup if he'd agree to do it? Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota, Chase Daniel, Gardner Minshew. Jack? Any of those four? Or can you think of another one you'd rather have? Maybe Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe Jacoby Brissett. Who do you think would fit the best? Or who do you want the most? Well, Shane, I'm afraid I'm going to have to have a ride in here. Uh, I mean, That's I'm going to bring up the, the guy of Shane Bouchelle. I mean, why not? Shane Bouchelle is the backup quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs the next couple of years. I think they've been grooming him to be the backup quarterback. And for Chiefs fans that are worried out there now that Chad Henney's retired, uh, I just said Chad Henney, right? They used him as a backup for four to five years. Chad Henney was pretty much washed up, a, a no-name at the point when the Chiefs brought him in. So was Matt Moore. Matt Moore was coaching high school football when the Chiefs brought him in there. It's not mm-hmm. so much about finding a guy as a backup quarterback that's maybe talented or, or was a starting quarterback at the previous destination. It doesn't have to be. Sometimes with this current offense, it can set a backup quarterback up to succeed. I, I mean, who in their right mind would have believed Chad Henney in the postseason would have let a 99-yard touchdown drive and a must-score drive, honestly? Like, that was yeah. a massive drive. This wasn't some 23-3 game where Chad Henney just got hot, there was no pressure. No, he had to go out there and score, and Chad Henney is not a super talented quarterback. He's not mobile. He doesn't have a big arm. He's very experienced, and he's accurate. That's pretty much what Chad Henney has going for him, and I think that's what Shane Bouchelle is as well. We've seen him perform well in the preseason, and I think the Chiefs have shown the last couple of years that they value him. They wanted to protect him because they didn't want guys taking or teams taking him off their practice squad. He's a guy that fits well in this offense. I think he's learned under Patrick Mahomes the last couple of years, and for the backup quarterback, you just want a guy that knows the offense really well and is not going to screw things up. I don't think there's any need to go out there and spend money on a Gardner Minshew, a Carson Wentz. I mean, for Chiefs fans that are nervous, and knock on wood here, you never obviously predict injuries or stuff like that, but God forbid something like that happens to Patrick Mahomes again where where Matt Moore had to step in for two games. Do you feel confident with Shane Bouchelle? I mean, honestly, I would because I can't be hypocritical and say, well, I had no faith in Matt Moore, therefore I'm going to have no faith in Shane Bouchelle. I was optimistic because of this coaching staff, and I think as long as this coaching staff is here, they can make a backup quarterback serviceable. In other words, Mm. he's not going to bomb the game for them. Hasn't taken an NFL snap. The rest of these guys have taken a lot of them. And that's a fair point. But but here's the same thing, too, is that Shane Bouchelle – if they didn't believe he could be a guy to step out, somebody's got to take his first NFL snap, right? No, no, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs could theoretically go out there and get a Gardner Minshew backed up Jalen Hurts or go get Carson Wentz, but those are guys, too, they are going to want a couple million. And if you're fine doing that, I guess I'll power to that. Like, if you want to feel 
more comfortable, safer with a guy who's been there at the NFL level, by all means. If it's a one-year, $3 million deal, I'm not going to sit here and, and complain and bitch and stuff like that. But Shane Bouchelle is a guy, it seems like the organization didn't want to let walk because they envisioned yeah. this happening two or three years ago, right? That Chad Henney yeah. and Matt Moore were going to retire, and they needed to have a guy that had been with the team, had been with the practice squad, knows the offense, knows the players, to step in whenever Patrick Mahomes would maybe need a break or he gets banged up and he needs to fill in. At some point, Shane Bouchelle's got to step into the fire, and right now I think he's more equipped to step in the fire rather than bringing in a guy in training camp like a Teddy Bridgewater to learn the offense again, get comfortable with his teammates, and then go from there. I think Shane Bouchelle is the right guy right now because he's very cost-efficient. Right, He's just on a rookie deal. I believe he's still on his rookie deal. He's not going to cost a lot. No, he's not some six foot five oozing with talent type of guy, but let's be honest here, Shane. What backup quarterback is just oozing with talent? Unless he's a first-round rookie that's backing up a guy on a bad team. Like Shane Bouchelle, I think, is a guy that could come into the game and not screw up. I'd love to see him out there in preseason get the majority of the snaps again because I think when it's all said and done, number six will be the backup quarterback for Patrick Mahomes for years to come. He and one other guy that is a free agent at the quarterback spot is 25. Everybody else, well, unless you count Daniel Jones, too. Uh, but I think the Giants are going to do something with him. But Shane Bouchelle and Sam Darnold are 25. The rest of these guys are pushing 30 or on the wrong side of 30. Um, if you had to vote for one of the four, who do you want? I don't mind. Man, I want to say I don't mind Mariota, but I'm not sure about his shelf life anymore after he kind of bombed in Atlanta. Uh, 42% so far is saying they want Gardner Minshew. And it's a tie for second uh, between Chase Daniel and Marcus Mariota. Only 11.6% say Carson Wentz to back up Patrick Mahomes. Other free agent quarterbacks, by the way, the part of the reason for this is because Derek Carr, it was reported, is going to sign with New Orleans, which, Jack, you would now be, uh, what is it, in the in the black? That means up? Oh, yeah. You'd be uh, see plus 1,000 if he actually takes a snap against uh, for New Orleans, like you said he would. You made us money. You made us pretend money with Carr taking his next snap with New Orleans at plus 1,000. But beyond that, there are 39 available quarterbacks, if you can believe that, if you want to count Tom Brady because he's technically a free agent. But you've got beyond the four uh, on the Twitter, you've got Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Jones, Daniel Jones, Case Keenum, he's 35, by the way, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, who's 38, Andy Dalton, who's 35. Mike White. Jets got decisions to make. They got Mike White and Joe Flacco as free agents. Kyle Allen with Houston. Taylor Heineke. I think you could do worse than Taylor Heineke as your backup, don't you? 
You absolutely could do worse than Taylor. I like Heineke. that guy. You know, it, it's I always look at this with backup quarterbacks too, Shane. That you know, if you are looking out there to find like a really good backup quarterback, it means right that you don't have that much faith in your your starting quarterback. And of course, Patrick Mahomes has had his blips in terms of being banged up. For the most part, he's very durable. And right, you can never really prepare yourself for when you lose your number one quarterback, your franchise quarterback, your future Hall of Fame quarterback. But I think the Chiefs will approach this more so of of in-house guys. Taylor Heineke would not be a bad option, like, at all. Like, Taylor Heineke, if he had to play four games for the Chiefs, I bet he could go three and one. I bet he could, too. I agree. But yep. is the drop-off from Heineke to Bouchelle a lot? That's my question to you. And I, maybe it's a dumb question to ask because we haven't really seen Shane Bouchelle at all take a regular season snap. In fact, none whatsoever. So... My question is, do you gamble on the drop-off that Shane Bouchelle is far worse than a Taylor Heineke, or do you gamble in, as a try in a positive way where maybe he is exactly Taylor Heineke and now you have a guy that you didn't go out and, and get from another organization and spend 3 or $4 million to be the backup from Holmes? Heineke would be less expensive than Carson Wentz, in theory, you would think, uh, if you want to get into that too. All right, so anyway, there's plenty of time to vote and retweet. Go to at ESPN Wichita. And let us know who you want as Mahomes' backup if he'd agree to do it. All right, coming up um, tomorrow and Wednesday, the UEFA Champions Round of 16, Leg 2, is upon us. And Twin Peaks is a great, great place to watch uh, European soccer. The rematches are set. Tune in at your local lodge, watch your favorite clubs in in, uh, Leg 2, March 7th and 8th. Uh, coming up, many, many things to celebrate at Twin Peaks, including St. Patty's Day, the Costume Party Week, NCAA Selection Sunday, uh, National Chip and Dip Day is coming up here in a couple of weeks, International Whiskey Day, Jack, coming up here in a couple of weeks as well. All things and reasons to go into Twin Peaks at 21st and Rock or Ridge and Taft, two locations here in Wichita and you need to get ready for the madness, too, by signing up for the Twin Peaks Bracket Challenge and receive free chips and queso when you do. Head over to TwinPeaksBracketChallenge.com to register and to learn more. When we come back, we'll have some headlines for you. There have already been some tickets punched, and one of the teams that Jack and I discussed that had never been there, talked about that last week, they got in. We'll tell you who it is, and some general WSU stuff, and how are the women doing against Temple in the AAC tournament? We'll cover all that at 125, then I'm old Jack Young, March 6th, coming up at the end of the show. We're right on top of the hour, the Can't Equip Case IH Red Zone Hour, and we'll have some headlines for you when we return. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.